let's kind of start today in organic matters with something that I've talked about now yeah, off and on for a decade and a half. And most people didn't even kind of think about the fact that as our climate warms, of course, droughts are increasing in some places, water is increasing in others. And there's a really a new case for ending us using these giant big dams, which have altered our water systems tremendously here in this country. As the hydroelectric dam industry tries to reposition itself as a climate change solution, more and more evidence shows that climate change actually undermines the case of hydro dams. Just gone are the days when hydropower was considered the predominant engine of the world economy, leading a tenfold increase in a global energy production over the 20th century. Now, its advocates portray it as a kind of complement to wind and solar, a necessary source of steady output to balance wind and solar's intermittent generation, and therefore a key component in the battle to limit climate change. One reason for the industry's shift in strategy is that newly installed global capacity in hydropower lags way behind new wind and solar capacity and declined each year from 2013 till now. With only a slight uptick one year, for one year in 2020, we had a, a 2% upkick. Another reason is that if hydropower is accepted as a tool for combating climate change, the developers would have a better chance of qualifying for financial support from the government and international institutes, all that stuff, all possessing funds they need for what are really now pricier than ever projects to do hydroelectric production. In case there's a question about why you wonder this, the hydroelectric system, while it was what we needed when we needed it, it is ravaging to the ecosystems of at least two-thirds of the world's major rivers and upending the lives of not tens of hundreds, but maybe millions of people living both upstream and downstream from those dams. In addition, climate change further weakens the case of hydroelectric dams by intensifying droughts that increasingly hamper electricity production and by boosting evaporation from reservoirs as temperatures rise. In the pre-climate change era, plentiful methane emissions for some reservoirs might have been considered inconsequential, but now they're a major source of concern. And think about this, we've already talked about the dams out west like the Hoover. Drought has caused reservoirs on five continents to drop below the levels needed to even maintain hydroelectric production anymore. And now there's ample evidence that the IHA, that's the Hydroelectric Association folks, efforts amount chiefly to greenwashing, portraying the industry as socially and environmentally sensitive while carrying out business the same as they've always done, same as usual. Their declaration really contains vague and kind of untested enforcement mechanisms, and it remains unlikely that the IHA member companies would be disciplined for violating its provisions anyway. The hydro industry portrays itself as the perfect anecdote for wind and solar's intermittency, but climate change has underlined the industry's own reality problems. Again, Think about Hoover Dam, which I think all of you have heard about, which plays out in years instead of hours, but nonetheless is very, very serious. In recent years, drought intensified by climate change has caused reservoirs on all five continents to drop below levels needed to maintain hydroelectric production 
and the problem is bound to worsen as climate change deepens. Because of the U.S. Western's current mega drought, California's huge state water project is generating electricity just right now, 35% of what it would on a 10-year average. At Oroville, California, site of the United States' tallest dam, as you might know, the power plant stopped working on August 5th and has not operated since. Hydropower capacity at Hoover Dam, which holds back the U.S.'s largest reservoir, Lake Mead, has dropped by 25%, and Glen Canyon Dam, site of the nation's second largest reservoir, Lake Powell, we call it, may be unable to generate any electricity probably as soon as the end of this year. Because of the drought, the U.S. Energy Information Administration estimated in September that national hydropower production would drop by at least 14% in this and last year, 20 years 2020 and 2021. And the international picture is probably not even as good. Beginning in 2013, Southern Africa has experienced frequent droughts that caused the world's largest man-made reservoir ever, okay, uh, in the Zambia-Zimbabwe border to fall by 11% of capacity, frequently hampering electricity generation for the whole area. And of course, this was a serious blow to the two countries' economies, and millions of people experienced blackouts for days, extended periods. In South America, the worst drought in a century has caused huge drops in hydropower output, causing electric shortages, price increases, and economic crises in Brazil, Chile, and Paraguay. As for instance, dams customarily deliver about two-thirds of Brazil's total energy output, but reservoir levels have dropped so far to 24% of capacity. Higher Bolsonaro, which is Brazilia's I can't have a better word, Trumpian-type president, is far from a conservationist. He's ruined half of the Amazon, or a piece of the Amazon. In March, he called for Brazilians to turn out the lights a few days, just before the government itself increased electricity to everyone from the richest to the poorest by 7%. Interestingly, climate change has made dams more unreliable in another way. The hydrological record, already limited by the low number of years it covers, has lost what predictive power they thought it possessed. This has introduced vast uncertainty into flow assumptions that engineers took as their starting point when the dams were designed. Now, thousand-year floods are happening every decade or in some places more often, and permanent rivers may dwindle to trickles for years at a time. Since climate change will produce more and bigger floods, new reservoirs must be expanded to accommodate them, adding to dams cost and, of course, the environmental destruction all around the dam area. But most of the time, that additional capacity is gonna go unused. Increasingly, the dams are more and more literally inefficient. All these facts now cast further doubt on another claim that hydro dams are affordable. A study appearing this month in Global Environmental Change, I happened to come across, assessed 350 proposed Amazon Basin hydroelectric dam projects found because of climate change, of course, that augments the droughts, periods when the dams are incapable of producing electricity will increase, and periods when the plants operate at full capacity, of course, is going to decrease. 
As a result, many projects will have to more than double their planned electricity rates in order to even break even. As the study put it, rendering much of the future Amazon hydropower less competitive than increasingly lower cost renewable sources, back again to our wind and our solar and, and also the new battery systems that we have either developed or are going to develop in the near future. And even if we disregard climate change, the case for investing in dams is kind of growing weaker, especially in the last 10 years. A landmark study by Oxford University back in 2014 uh, in an energy policy paper did that evaluated 245 large dams found that they weren't cost effective and that their actual costs were nearly double their budgeted cost. And add more, the study didn't consider the indirect harm inflicted by the dams. Fish are going extinct in certain areas. Ecosystems are, dis are getting total destruction. Shattered indigenous societies that have lived in those valleys for centuries, maybe millions of years. The forced resettlement of at least 100 million people displaced by the reservoirs and life-changing disruptions to their lives for another, probably another half billion maybe downstream from where those dams are being put in without consideration. This study did study one other thing in black and white. And that is this question. Are dams profitable? And now unequivocally, especially with anything going new online, the answer is definitely a no. The indirect cost and benefits are much harder to calculate, but it's just almost impossible to imagine that their transient benefits would surpass their permanent environmental devastation. And another source to be considered is that even hydro industries claim that dams actually generate clean energy is at best only partially true. For a significant fraction of the reservoirs emit outrageous, copious amounts of methane, a particularly potent greenhouse gas that incidentally is, it lives less time in the environment, but does much more environmental damage by volume than even CO2 does. And let me kind of insert this here because I don't think people always connect it just because they don't sit around and think about it with nothing else to think about like I do. Climate change is, first of all, it's really a story about water. Since climate change has upended the planet's hydrology, countering it requires a capacity to deal with truly certain massive uncertainty. Technology that can really do that must be nimble, flexible, modular, just not one of a kind situation, quickly and cheaply built, easily moved, replaced, for instance. Like recently developed mini hydro units, a fourth the size of a railroad car that can be sighted along the sides of rivers and canals and generate up to a megawatt of electricity and in concert with natural river fluctuations without altering them and with negligible damage to the fish and the environment around them. By contrast, big hydroelectric dams menace ecosystems even beyond their own watersheds and require upfront expenditures in the billions of dollars that don't generate electricity or revenue for years. A minimum of the average is eight years to build a dam, folks. Their monumentality was once considered like a public 
relations asset, yielding images of massive walls and tumbling water that would, you know, leaders love to brandish and kind of show the validation of their grandeur of the dam. However, now all that cement means that the dams are stolid, inflexible, hard to repair, impossible certainly to relocate, and extremely costly to remove. Just the opposite of what this new era that we are living in requires. Will it be easy over time to to correct this? Probably not. But over long periods, over a few generations, it will correct things that we've really, really overlooked or even weren't realized when we thought, well, we'll just build this dam because we need the electricity, we need the water. We're finding out, folks, that the liabilities of those dams most often uh, exceed the advantages they thought it would offer, in essence, to the world. Mm -hmm.